This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about History of the World Part 1. Hello, Bulls. <laughs> this movie came out in 1981. Directed by Mel Brooks, written by Mel Brooks, starring Mel Brooks, and Gregory Hines, Dom DeLuise, Madeline Kahn, Harvey Corman, all the usual suspects. Pamela Orson Stephenson, Wells. Mary Margaret Humes. Orson Welles narrating. Sid um, Caesar. Yeah, this was my pick. Uh, I love Mel Brooks movies, but I didn't get into them until later. And even now, I maybe because this is the first one. I guess Spaceballs was the first one I watched, but I didn't really know what a Mel Brooks movie was when I watched Spaceballs. It was, just, it was yeah. like Star Wars, so I liked it. Um, I remember watching this one with my buddy Adam and just loving every second of it. And we would watch it, watch it all the time. Uh, and just, yeah, watching it again today was gold. So that's my history with it. Obviously, I didn't watch it in the theaters. Um, Alex? Uh, kind of the same. I'd always seen Spaceballs, but that was pretty much the only Mel Brooks movie that I'd seen before. And then when I uh, picked this out from a lineup at the Video Warehouse back in the day, <laughs> I rented it. And then I had to take it over to your house, Jeff, to show Brian and everybody's like, you guys got to see this movie. It's great. And we all just died at the same parts. It was awesome. It really got me on a Mel Brooks kick. Yeah. It's, yeah. Maybe because it's my first experience besides Spaceballs, I think it's, well, we'll get into this a little bit later. Um, anyway, Scott. <laughs> I'd, I'd seen first. most of the other Mel Brooks stuff first, uh, multiple times. Uh, you know, Spaceballs was first for me. Uh, I don't remember exactly when I saw this the first time. Um might might have even been at yeah, like Alex saying at uh at uh Casa de your place. Um, <laughs> yeah, like Alex was saying, uh it was cracking me up. Uh yeah, probably yeah, saw it on probably on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well let's get into it. Uh, as usual, we're each gonna pick seven items to discuss. And uh, I will go first. Since it is my list, and I'll have, um, sorry, it's the scene where the, we are now, we are now armed with mighty joint, so Josephus <laughs> has found his whole wacky, the field of wacky weedus and makes the giant joint, and, but it just, and everything goes crazy, the whole scene, but when the two Roman guards yes. are laying against the back of the, the chariot, it's like, do you care if it fails? What? Falls. <laughs> Here it falls, yeah. Falls. Yeah, what? The Roman Empire? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Genius. Mm-hmm. Delivery. <laughs> so, there it is. Number seven. It's just one little line, but it's a whole scene. But just, and that just... <laughs> care if it falls. Yeah, no wording, too. Care if it falls. All right. <laughs> Scott, number seven. Uh, number seven is early on when they're in the uh, the markets, um, and 
uh, after uh, almost rescuing uh, Josephus, Empress Nympho <laughs> comes down the street, and then there's just this close up on on the head uh, Roman guard, the <laughs> the centurion or whatever. And it's close upon him, and he goes, yells, "Move that miserable piece of shit!" Yeah, I don't know why that's so funny, but again, it delivery. Is. Like, if there's it one, is. there's one thing that Mel Brooks movies do better than any other comedy. It's uh, almost any other comedy. You know, there's some, there's some stuff from the Zucker Brothers and Leslie Nielsen, but uh, yeah, just the delivery of the lines. Maybe the line itself isn't that great, or the gags isn't that great, but. Somehow he gets these deliveries that are that are hysterical, uh, and and this one certainly is that. Ooh, that miserable piece of shit! Yeah, <laughs> and it's so crass and like out of nowhere, and there's the big close up. And... Yeah, the close up too. Yeah, I wonder if that's that guy's only thing he's ever done. Because if so, that's awesome. Yeah, go ahead and high note. Yeah. Is that Ed Bigley Jr.? No, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, Alex, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is these kind of spoof movies used to be like gam- uh, bankable, like viable um, films that people would put money into before those hacks that did Epic Movie and all those that other bullshit came along and pretty much ruined the genre. But anyways, the sets, the locations are like amazing. They're top notch. Like they really put a lot of work into like the set design. I'm sure they used you know to save money. They used old sets that they have had used in previous movies. They're on the Universal yeah. lot for the party. Yeah, I think they were just giving all the back lot <laughs> Universal stuff. Still, that all looked amazing. Uh, this this was like his most expensive movie to date by a lot. Mm-hmm. Plus the matte painting when they get to Judea and they see the ship and everything that was awesome. Yeah, Rome looks really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this surprisingly. But uh, I'm wondering if that was. I don't think they would have let him film in Versailles for the for the um, King Louis scene, right? No, that that was filmed in some palace that. in England. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, I yeah, that would have been that would have been a tough pull. <laughs> when you take the backlot tour at Universal, it's been a long time. They had a Roman section. Did they? Like a facade. Okay. I, I could have sworn I remember that. Like, if you would, but it's been so long. Uh, maybe I'm just, but there would be a section, like, you go and all of a sudden you'd be in a Western town and you make another right and you'd be at, like, the Back to the Future town. Right, help, right. You know, yeah, yeah. And then so another one, you'd be in, like, a Roman facade or whatever. That's what I thought I remember. Maybe I'm wrong, but. And I mean, they, 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 well, they spent a lot of money on the exterior for Caesar's Palace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They built the whole casino. And there's another scene which I don't want you might be on your list. So I will I'll mention it if, at the end. But there was definitely something from Universal Studios that always cracks me up. Oh yeah, honorable <laughs> honorable mention. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, then it comes to my number six, and this it's actually for me the least funny segment of the episode. But it's the one moment, and it's the Spanish Inquisition really musical. <laughs> And uh, which is good, but like I said, if I had to rank them all, it's probably my uh, least favorite. Oh, but when, but when they bring in the nuns and they pull the the one shoe to the bottom, and his mouth opens up, the bubble comes out. <laughs> when it hits the surface, oi! <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's so much stuff going on that sequence. It we'll is. Talk more about that later. It is. Yeah. 
It's great, but I just love the it's underwater. You see him make the noise or the mouth movements, but nothing happens until the bubble hits the surface. Oy. So, so we forget that that a lot of this Mel Brooks stuff was was somewhat controversial. Um, yeah, I'm sure that was. Yeah, well, I mean, he got he got some I don't know about angry letters, but some 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 strongly worded uh, I don't know protestation protestation for like producers, the Hitler stuff. Um, and for this as well, <laughs> mostly from the Jewish community, but because the nuns converted them, yes. Did they think that was for real? Did they think if young if young Jewish kids would see this movie, they would uh, get converted by the nuns? Probably. That's probably exactly yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. I knew it. All right, Goyim. Scott, which... <laughs> which after the Goyim six? attacking, Shixes. <laughs> So, uh, number six is right on the heels, no pun intended, on uh, my number seven, which is uh, after, after the, the head Roman guard announces that they're coming down the street, um, they, they stop the, the leader, and <laughs> she yells at the, the guys carrying it, um, Madeline Kahn, the great Madeline Kahn, uh, you know, she's hysterical here as well, um, it's, it's something to the effect of, can't you walk on the same foot? My tits are falling off. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. again, the delivery. Uh, you know, I don't, no one, no one can deliver these Mel Brooks lines like like she can. I, uh, I can't believe her voice can go that high. It's amazing. At the same Ste- time, yeah. Step at the same foot at the same, same time. time. My, my tits are falling off. off. I, I love like the half smirk she she plays like every line that she has in this. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the Bob. My, oh, Bob! My my tits are falling off. <laughs> it's such a great line. Uh, yeah, to so the the leader walking down the street is you know a little unbalanced, a little bumpy. <laughs> so that prompted mm-hmm. the, and it makes sense. Uh, yeah, my number six. A little All bit right. of Madeline gone. Alex, number six. My number six. Uh, this is the first big laugh that I got rewatching this movie. Is it was early on. It was in the caveman section, <laughs> and they're trying to spark fire with the rocks. <laughs> and I completely forgot about this. And the guy brings a torch. He's like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and he just gets one of the rocks and starts <laughs> putting it over the fire, <laughs> and then he throws it on the dry brush. <laughs> he's like, "Well, that didn't work." <laughs> he sends the guy with the torch away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so stupid, but it gets it got me. <laughs> It is. And the narration by Orson Welles at the beginning is awesome. I know. It's like the, the Nostradamus same, <laughs> same gravitas. Our forefathers. Yep. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, just that gag got me really good. All right. Well, my number 15. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my number 15. Or my number. Five, maybe given away, but yeah. is is uh, when Moses comes down from from the mountain after being visited by God with his fifteen, ten, ten commandments. Oh, that's so so good. Mm-hmm. You can't write that. You can't. <laughs> then he makes a little cameo. Well, they they gotta stretch the money after that costume. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they did. Uh, but yeah, just then leading up to it. Moses, can you hear me? Oy, a deaf man can hear you. What? <laughs> nothing, nothing. 
But yeah, him dropping the, 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 I don't know, what was on those five? What do you think were the other five commandments? Uh, thou shalt not troll on the internet. <laughs> there you go. Do not be a douche online. Yeah. Bros before hoes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Before mm-hmm. hoes. No cheesing in Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no picking on job. Keep- <laughs> Keep sliding. <laughs> jump. All right, uh, Scott. Number five. Number five is the these fifteen, <laughs> ten, ten commandments. That was my uh, the, the joke I remember most from this movie. Uh, I remember when I was younger. Uh, I don't know if I ever saw the movie the whole way through, but I always remembered that sequence for some reason, and yeah, that always cracked me up. <laughs> it's so good. All right, Alex, number five. My number five is the old, the use of um, old school comedy jokes and tropes, like throughout the movie, pretty much. That I don't think is pretty. Uh, I don't remember it being this, um, I guess, prevalent in other Mel Brooks movies. But when Dom DeLuise goes, "Oh, I've, the muse has struck me. Bring me a little liar." <laughs> They forgot the guy. He's like, the chick is in the mail. I didn't know who did it. It's like, no, not that kind of liar. Was that? And, uh, oh, in the, the um, revolution section where he's talking to, uh, where what's his face? Count the money. He's talking to Bernays. He's like, give me those raisins, Bernays. <laughs> Don't get saucy with me, Bernays. <laughs> that was Just a dumb a little... joke. Yeah. <laughs> I, kind of, I was kind of rolling my eyes, though. <laughs> yeah. Just old school, you know, just obvious jokes like that that, that lend to the charm of this overall film. Just one and it, I mean, it's the history yeah. of the world, and it's kind of like that was the history of comedy, too, because that was the height of comedy back in the day. Well, they, they do have the, the comedy joke, again, going back to the to the cavemen. The guy gets eaten by the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and then they, they all laugh because it's <laughs> hysterical. Mm-hmm. What about him applying for unemployment? Oh, you're a bullshit artist. It'd be Arthur. Yeah. Fresh, fresh off of the Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, as Akmina. <laughs> All right. Um, we're on to our number fours now? Yep. All right. Well, mine is, sir, you look like the piss boy. Well, you look like a bucket of shit. <laughs> uh, so the concept, first of all, the concept of the piss boy. I don't even know if it's a real thing. Probably? They called Garson de Piss the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of walking around with the bucket for the rich people in Versailles to piss in. And, uh, but yeah, you look like the piss. <laughs> it's once again delivery without skipping a beat. You look like a bucket of shit. <laughs> so good. So there it is. Piss boy. Mm-hmm. Scott, number four. Number four was the, uh, the, the Roman uh, legionnaires getting stoned and then uh, <laughs> pondering the fall of the Roman Empire. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Again, <laughs> delivery there. It's all about the deli- <laughs> delivery. All right. Alex, number four. My number four along those lines is just the great delivery of the word shit in this movie because they use it a lot. I think that to get a PG-13, they always use the one, the one F-bomb, right? For fuck it? Uh, there's quite a, f- a lot of salty language in this. I don't know. 
Are you talking about this movie specifically, Alex? Or yeah. No, they say it, fuck a lot of. They say it like several times in this. Really? Yeah. No, I only remember it that once. In fact, one of my it. one of my one of the things on my list coming up here is another F bomb. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm mistaken. But they do use the word shit a lot. Yeah. It's like real Roman plumbing moves water from one place to another. <laughs> Pipe the shit right out of here. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like Mel Brooks is very again. It's all about the delivery. You think about blazing saddles um, when. Uh, <laughs> Harvey Corman's character, uh, Hedley Lamar, is in the movie theater and he sees Bart coming and he goes, shit! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the way he says it. Popcorn in his mouth. Shit. Like that, and then when Comicus is doing it, the corruption goes all the way up to the Emperor. <laughs> He's got his hands up in the air and just looks up. Shit! <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's awesome. Great, great use of the word. All right, um, runner number threes, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, my number three is the orgy selection scene. <laughs> <laughs> so she has. Do you have to make? You have to make your selections for tonight's orgy. Soldiers like, oh, came running I, in. I almost forgot. <laughs> yeah. Soldiers come running in. All of a sudden, pants down. None of them are wearing pants. And then she starts doing her little song. Yes. No, 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 no. Yes. No. And she gets to the very end. Wait a minute. Yes. Oh, God. And then quick, quick time, time march. Yeah. Yeah. Double time. Yeah, it's watching floppy wieners. Is, uh, George R. R. Martin would be happy. Yeah. I love quick time march. And at the very end, nice, nice selection. You made some very big decisions. <laughs> That's gold. Uh, you know what? Speaking of uh, a bunch of cracks, uh, Scott and I were talking about if there's any uh, cleavage or any boobs showing in this movie, just in case. <laughs> you know, he had to hit the eject button if you're, he was watching the movie somewhere compromising. I completely forgot about all the ass cracks. Yeah, there's definitely some butt cheeks. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a dog, which I'm sure is on somebody's list. Oh yeah, I don't. I didn't remember that. I didn't remember the dog. I remember the the gag with the feathers. But uh, anyway, we'll get to it. I'm sure. Um, Matt, that's my number three. So Scott, uh, my number three is uh, they've they're getting close to their escape, and Comicus and Josephus are um, skulking along along the the streets of Rome, um, and you see. A guy holding up a sign that says, you know, give to Oedipus. And it's supposed to be this blind man, and uh, <laughs> he keeps saying, give to Oedipus. And then, for no reason, as they're coming up, he's like, hey, give it to me, Josephus. And he holds his hand out, and then uh, <laughs> Gregory Hines, Josephus, gives him a low five. And again, it's all about delivery. But he goes, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> I was I watched that scene a few times in a row because it was making me laugh so hard. Just, just it might be the smartest joke in this movie. Just so like non sequitur. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the whole Oedipus joke. Um, yeah, just the you know just the way, even even if just the way that he says that says the line though it was cracking me up. Um, but yeah, the the Oedipal joke. Um, I was. Yeah, it was cracking me up. I, I rewatched that scene several times, and rewatching this again, uh, just Gregory Hines, hey motherfucker, to Oedipus. <laughs> yeah, Gregory Hines is gold in this. 
They all are. Mm-hmm. And that scene is great. Hey, motherfucker. All right. Uh, Scott, Alex, number three. My number three is, I couldn't decide, even though Madeline Kahn stands at the top of these three guest stars, but Dom DeLuise, Madeline Kahn, and Harvey Corman are fantastic. Like, especially uh, Madeline Kahn, of course, we've already covered her, but Dom DeLuise is <laughs> Caesar's freaking fantastic. It's so disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pulling stuff out of his ass. Oh, watch this. <laughs> at the end, he pulls out a whole fucking chicken. Watch this. Yes, sire. I think Brian and I still do this. We, we ever accidentally sit on something and we pull it out. Watch this. <laughs> it's fantastic. And Harvey Corman is Count de Money or Demonet. Demonet. Uh, he, he's trying to sexually assault what's her face and then he chips his tooth on the statue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my tooth. Hey, it's Demonet. It's actually Count the Don't Correct Me. <laughs> Just play off of, with Mel Brooks and everything. <laughs> Sir, you look like the piss boy. <laughs> my, my favorite... Uh, Watching watch the, the Roman sequence again. My favorite bit from... <laughs> Dom Eloise was like, it was, it was pretty subtle, but it was just the, when they, they bring out the bath, he's like, nice. Not, <laughs> yeah. not exhilarating, but nice. <laughs> just, I don't know why I found that so funny. Money bath? I'm going to have a money bath. Money bath. Oh, that was, yeah. It's freaking gold. <laughs> it's like, oh, did he call me a big fat pig? Yes, he did, sire. Oh, he looks so sad. That so that. stuck in his mouth. Uh, his his little companion, his well, little uh, not very uh, gay friendly back in the seven or eighties when this was made. <laughs> yeah, I know. It still cracked me up. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, what's next? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> when he's like, oh, I believe he did, sire. That's like, is he a cartoon voice from like Alice in Wonderland or something? Because he sounds he did sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it might it's he sounded a lot like Ed Wynn, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Edwin from Alice in Wonderland, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, he was great. <laughs> Treasure bath. Treasure bath. <laughs> oh, Deluise. Let yeah, him die. <laughs> a giant thumb right into... It was either a, a, a sort of cream or custard or ranch dressing. I can't tell. Yeah. I just assumed it was ranch dressing for some reason. <laughs> All right, um, we're on to my number two? Mm-hmm. All right. My number two, I have to choose between two. Because I bumped one off because I had forgot one. But um, All right, it's got to be the eunuch scene when they're giving him the test. <laughs> so Gregory Hines' character, Josephus is pretending to be a eunuch, and he's hiding back there with feathers. And they give him the test, and the <laughs> Well, the girls dancing in front of the guys. He is a eunuch. He is a eunuch. He's dead. <laughs> then it comes to him and he's all breathing heavily. <laughs> and then just all of a sudden the feathers pop up. And then when he runs around the corners, yep. <laughs> you see some dong flapping there. And I remember we saw that when we were kids and we were dying. And at least the last time I saw it on regular TV, they don't edit it out because I don't think they know it's there. I think yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say I don't think they cut it when they were trying to rate this movie. Yeah, or, or well, he was at least cut. post. He was trying to say that he would, they only ate Christian, but he was Jewish. Yeah, it's true. Hey, hey, 
but it's it's subtle but oh it cracks me up and just <laughs> I, we'll see nothing shut our eyes <laughs> the jig is up and gone <laughs> I, I just like the, the, the dumb gag when they first look over at the eunuchs and they ask about Gregory Hines yeah. is he a little too small to be eunuch and then <laughs> Hines uses that and he like puffs out his cheeks <laughs> yeah. but also Madeline cause you gotta give him some time he's just been snipped god she's great <laughs> oh I'll, honorable mention I'll mention what I just remembered Okay. You, are you going to save it, you said? Yeah, it was a Madeline Kahn line that I just remembered. All right. Um, all right, then we're on uh, Scott number two. Uh, my number two is the, the Last Supper sequence. That's awesome. Uh, just, it, it, it's pretty quick. The <laughs> he, he wants to take orders from the, from the Last Supper, from Jesus and his disciples. <laughs> and they want him to leave. And, you know, he wants to just do his job and... He's like, fine, Jesus. And then, uh, <laughs> I think it's John Hurt. It playing is John Jesus. Hurt. He's playing, uh, uh, looks over at him and says, what? what? Yes? What? Nothing. Yes? What? Jesus. Yes? <laughs> it's like he's using Jesus as, as, as an expletive. Uh, it's great. And the part that I found even funnier, um, that I, I didn't really remember was, uh, actually, Leonardo Da Vinci comes in, which is a pretty dumb yeah. joke. Awesome. Still, still <laughs> funny, but uh, Da Vinci comes in to, to paint them, and he's in the background holding the plate up. <laughs> that, that was cracking me up <laughs> in the final shot of that scene. <laughs> he's he's part of the Last Supper all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> the heavenly glow. Yeah, it's like the, yeah, it's like the halo instead. It's the stupid plate. <laughs> he's holding it up. It's uh. good. I'll have a little bit more to say about this in a second. Alex, number two. My number two, he really stole the show for me in this movie, and that's Gregory Hines in that whole Roman section. That's Josephus. He was fantastic right from the beginning. It's like, hold up. We all know that lions only eat Christians. Who can say I'm Jewish, baby? <laughs> he's got that whole swagger, even though he's a slave and he's about to get killed. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, what country whole... are you from? Ethiopia. <laughs> Ethiopia. 125th Street. <laughs> what he's doing, the amazing dance, as Gregory Hines. If people don't know, he's, he was an amazing dancer. I don't know. If, he's probably retired, right? Wait, is he still alive? He's dead. He's dead. Oh, <laughs> Good man. job, Alex. <laughs> oh. R.I.P. Gregory Hines. He died young. I, I forgot why. It was a while ago. Oh, he was a fantastic job. Great, like, facial, very animated expression, especially when... Comicus is going to go in for the kill when they're fighting together. Yeah. He's going to go, he's like, oh, no, no. Yeah, I'll mention to that, to the fight scene, he's, Mel Brooks, I've never killed anybody before. But that seems like a good time to start. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. I, I think I pushed that line a little bit, but you get the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R.I.P. That that scene where yeah you're talking about him being a slave and being sold and everything and that's when uh, Madeline Kahn comes up and the whole other stuff that Scott mentioned and the whole like Bob oh Bob yeah. <laughs> yeah. do I have any openings this man may fit <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, we could use another wine steward I've got a good corkscrew 
It's a hip crowd. It's a hip crowd. That's fantastic. So like you mentioned that Madeline Kahn smirks when she says that about opening his May Fit and everyone cheers and she gives that smirk. Oh, it's gold. Bob, I need paper. Bob. Papyrus. Got a whole field of wacky weed. Roman, Roman Red. He's got all that grass just... rolled up in a giant paper. He's still licking it to get it closed. <laughs> oh, man. That was fantastic. It was. All right. Uh, well, my number one is the Last Supper scene that Scott already mentioned. Uh, I love the whole back and forth with Jesus. Yes, yes. Leonardo coming in. Yeah, the fact we ordered a group portrait. <laughs> and then he, last supper. Yeah, and he looks at it. He's like, oh, this is no good. All I got are the backs. Everybody in the picture get on the other side of the table. And then you walk in and Jesus is saying, you know, you know one of you has already portrayed me. <laughs> who? 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 Judas, would oh. you like super sad? <laughs> yeah. yeah, quiet. This may be your last supper. <sighs> I just die every time I watch that. So there it is, mm-hmm. the last supper scene for me. So we're on to Scott number one. What is the the whole Spanish Inquisition sequence? That's your number one, huh? Yeah, there's so many fucking awesome jokes going on, here. and it just just as a musical number, I loved it. Uh, yeah. You can yeah. tell the Mel Brooks, you know definitely loves the the stage um you know with um young frankenstein when he has to put on the ritz sequence um the producers obviously mm-hmm. um there's a musical number in robin Hood men in tights uh, so he likes to tight the, tights tight tights he likes to work the stuff work the stuff in so i mean just the sequence alone is great but like like pound for pound, like with laughs, like this, this was the funniest sequence in the whole movie for me. Um, I love the, the slot machine gag, just the, yeah. the, the super exuberant, like priest there that's like, <laughs> put it in the car, give it a pull. <laughs> and then gives him the, the high five. Uh, the, the, when the nuns come out and start doing the synchronized swimming, the part I think I, they got the biggest laugh out of me in re- rewatching this again was, when all the ascetic Jews come down the slide screaming like, <laughs> to, to drop in the pool. Oh, that killed me. Um, I love the, the stupid dad joke to start off the whole thing. You can't talk him out of him anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, talk him out of the unmerciful. Talk him out of the unflinching. Unflinching. Let's face it. You can't talk him out of anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love the pun there. Um, the yeah, this just when the I love the set piece. The but yeah, when it starts raising the the part for the swimming pool, like that's just fucking brilliant. Like, like there's no way you would see anything like that coming. Nope. <laughs> um, the like at the at, as they're wrapping it up, like when he he's like he puts himself in all the torture devices. That was cracking me up. Like he he's standing on the other side of the the Iron Maiden, like shaking hands with the with the other yeah, guy. Yeah, no. <laughs> just uh, just so many like little little pieces of this were were making me laugh. Um, yeah, just I love the whole sequence. What about like the two little solos with um, what's his face from Monty Python? Yeah, at least I think that's who it was. And then uh... well, one one of them was Jackie Mason. Yeah, Jackie Mason. I thought the first one was what is that? What's no, his face? No. Q? 
No, that I'm wasn't not. him. No, I don't think so. Yeah, John Cleese. Yeah, no, I don't no, think I don't, I don't think nah. that was him. No, no. All right. Either way, it was it was funny. <laughs> They're playing ping pong with, with my, my balls. balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Jackie Mason's living. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it'd been weird that if it was John Cleese, but it looked just like him to me and sounded like him. <laughs> well, sound you can't you can't be a good judge of what British people sound like. Holy shit! Side note: I just saw Paul McCartney last night, and uh, you understand any lyrics? Lyrics were fine. Like John no, but I could. Every time he's talked to the crowd, I have, I have like, Laura, what did he say? I have no idea what this guy's saying. Would have been one of the Beatles. Yeah, <laughs> I know he's from Liverpool. Anyway, back to this. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, I wrote the song with one legged wife. <laughs> the whole Inquisition scene is your number one. Yes. All right. Alex, number one. My number one is I couldn't pick. So, just Bell Brooks, his whole performance in this movie is fantastic. Uh, I know he only stepped into his leading, being the lead in his movies because Gene Wilder wanted to, uh, you know, break off and do his own thing. And I gotta say, it was a good, a good move just stepping into his own movies because nobody else besides Gene Wilder, I think, would have gotten the delivery that uh, he wanted. Well, he he was a star of a few of his own movies, so yeah. I don't I don't I don't know that he necessarily intended those for other people the whole time. Hmm. Also, I mean, if you listen to the commentary of one of these, Mo Brooks says exactly what Alex just said. Yeah, it's only because it yeah, because only only because Gene Wilder left that he started putting himself as the star of these things. Okay, yeah. So I because I've heard that too. It's directly him saying that. Like I don't, but like I said, he was in all the other movies before this, but more like yeah, side characters. Yeah, stuff, Gov. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is warped. <laughs> I didn't yeah, run that guy. Moses, he's great. It's Comicus. He's fantastic. I don't think he's in any of the caveman scenes. No. Um, about it. In the French Revolution, it's the piss boy. It's cool. Good to be the king. Yeah. No one had any of that. I thought that was hilarious. As, as now, <laughs> even as a as kid, yeah. too. But <laughs> Knight Jeb's queen. Bishop <laughs> Jeb's queen. Pawns Jeb queen. Gang bang. <laughs> Come on, boys. Whip those little ticks out. <laughs> Give the queen some air. She's been so good to all of us. <laughs> this is when the, the camera pans over after Monet says something. <laughs> you see, I, I hope it's still Mel Brooks, but he's still on top of the pile. Like, <laughs> yeah. so like, like thrusting in the pile. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Every fourth wall break. It's good to be the king. <laughs> I swear, when I, when I went to Versailles a few years ago, I, I couldn't manage... Every time I walked around the gardens, I just kept. It's good to be the king. I just could not. I was imagining piss boys and Mel Brooks. It's like it's like going to see Stonehenge. Yeah, Stonehenge. Well, I danced at Stonehenge. So yeah, so did I. <laughs> oh, how they danced! Uh, yeah, so good. All right. Um, I guess that wraps it up. Uh, I had a couple honorable mentions, which was. Which you guys are move that miserable piece of shit. Good to be the king, <laughs> and then just shout out to the Latin references. Too. Yep. I think three of us. Yeah, I know. Yep, yep. Could, uh, 
They're just not a, none of us great. They just ended everything in U.S., which is was hilarious because mm-hmm. it's Latin. Groovis, <laughs> weedus. And then one of the jokes that we love to do was like, "You are nuts." NVTS, yeah. <laughs> NVTS, nuts. Yeah. Oh God, it's such a dumb joke, but I loved it. I, I love when they're <laughs> the two senators are coming out of the forum, and one of them's like, "Gloria is sick transit." I didn't know Gloria was sick. Yes, yes. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Uh, I thought the other thing you were going to mention, Scott, was or about the F word was. Oh, yeah. The Senate scene. Yeah, that, or... that's an honorable mention to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the poor. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yes, all the Latin jokes were cracking me up. All right, well, let's rate it. Uh, as usual, we rate on the scale of one to seven, one being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. Um, I'm going to go first. Oh, this is hard. I don't know. I'm going to give it a six. Ah, no, I'm giving it a seven. I changed my mind. Seven for me. <laughs> I don't... I could say there was a few times this time watching it. I didn't laugh the entire time, but I still laughed so much throughout it. So even like I said, the Spanish Inquisition scene is not is my least favorite and it's still hilarious and I still laugh through it. So <laughs> if my least favorite part is still funny, it's got to be a six or seven. Scott. Um, give it a six. Uh, most, yeah. Mostly because there, there's a few Mel Brooks movies that I enjoyed much more than this, which is really saying something because this is an immensely enjoyable uh, comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not a, a single sequence where there isn't something to stop and and wait for for some kind of gag to laugh at. Uh, so yeah, six. Okay, Alex. I'm also giving this a six. Okay. Uh, I would rate Young Frankenstein as like Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles definitely a seven. Young Frankenstein is up there. I probably would give that one a seven also. And this one comes close. It's not as you know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it. Well, this one, this one's all about the just the jokes, yeah. which is not, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, Blazing Saddle um, and Young Frankenstein are much more coherent movies. Yeah, especially especially that pie go. fight at the end. Yes, <laughs> and and well, yeah, and then <laughs> Young Pies for the Great Pie Fight. Well, we'll actually yeah. have more to say about this when we get to our top five. Okay, to our crossover list. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Seems like we all like it. Um. Well, with that being said, let's go to our crossover list, which we're going to keep it simple this week. Just top five Mel Brooks movies. It's pretty straightforward. Um, But before we do that, beer break. And we're back. All right. Well, we're doing our uh, crossover list, top Mel Brooks movies. I forgot if I said that. We're going to do it now. So uh, I'll go to first. My number five. Let me let me preface my list. As I mentioned before, I saw Spaceballs and History of the World first. I haven't seen that many Mel Brooks movies, and I've only seen them a couple times. So I know there's ones that people love, and I've only seen them once, and I don't have them that high on my list. So let me get Young Frankenstein as number five on my list. Whew. And I know, wow, I know people. I've only seen it once, and I liked it. I liked it a lot, but I can't put it over other stuff that I've seen more times. So, there it is. Uh, number five. I'm sure you guys are going to talk about this more, so I won't say anything more about it. Scott. <laughs> okay. Uh, my number five. So, usually I, I avoid pulling something from the movie we just talked about. 
but in this case, you kind of have to. So, so my number five is History of the World Part One. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's okay. It. All right, Alex. Uh, my number five is The Producers with uh, Gene Wilder. I've only seen it once, but it cracked me up from beginning to end. It was fantastic. Uh, I haven't seen the remake with Matthew Broderick and um, Will Ferrell. Is that any good? Have you guys seen that one? Ethan Lane. I've never seen it. Mm. Well, the original is fantastic. I recommend. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that either. But I've seen like Broadway plays of it, but not on Broadway. Like, okay, not Broadway plays. <laughs> Fullerton plays. Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff's a, a regular on the... I, I don't even know what... On Broadway shoot, I don't know. Is is Broadway actually on Broadway shoot? I've never actually been to New York. I don't know. Yeah, they're on. Uh, I don't know. They're off of Times Square. Where, but I already forgot what streets those are now. Yeah, Broadway and something. Times Square. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Um. All right. Well, then we're on to my number four, which is not a movie, but I probably watch this almost as much as anything else. We get smart. Um. There you go. The TV show. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about the movie with... Mel Brooks, Buck Henry. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about... Number 99. Was it number 66 or 99? Shit. It's been forever. 99. 99. Yeah. Walking through all the doors. I don't know. I watched that with my dad. Like We watched that. We watched Batman and the Munsters, I think. <laughs> and I loved it. He had a shoe phone, for Christ's sake. Shoe phone. Cone of Silence. Would you right, believe number four. Scott number four? Okay, so my number four. Um, I saw this in the theaters. Uh, you know, I, as a kid, um, probably more affection for it than I would if I'd seen it right now for the first time. But uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Um, nice. There's, there's still. Even today, there's still a lot of gags to love. Uh, Roger Rees as uh, Sheriff Nottingham is holds up the Melbrick standard uh, <laughs> with with the whole delivery thing we were talking about. Um, you have uh, Carrie Elways um, kind of carrying on the the swashbuckling thing from Princess Bride, and pretty much the only other role I've ever seen him do that, uh, and yeah. and lots of other gags, um, and a song. That is basically uh, a reworking of Jews in Space. Instead of Jews in Space, it's Men in Tights. Yeah. So. I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's. I, I recommend it. Um, there's enough mm-hmm. There's enough funny stuff going on that it's worth a watch. It's definitely not like on the same tier as uh, uh, what some movies we're going to get to here. Yeah. But still, still pretty funny. All right. Alex, number four. Number four is the same one. Robin Hood, Men in Tights. And uh, it was the debut of one young Dave Chappelle. Really? And Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I'm on the east side. I'm on the west side. <laughs> it's not that complicated. That wasn't Patrick Stewart's debut. <laughs> no. <laughs> you sure? No, it wasn't. Oh, it might have been. Yeah. No, he Could've did been. Dune before this. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I saw yeah. the Dune. And his sweet skull it <laughs> in, in Dune, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this movie's fantastic. John Lewis also. <laughs> it's 
this is great. Sir, wasn't your mole on the other side of your face? I have a mole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that still kills me. Is it Richard Lewis? Richard Lewis. Did you say John Stewart? Did I say John Stewart? Yeah, I meant Richard Lewis. <laughs> Racist. They're both funny. <laughs> oh, I can't stand Richard Lewis. He's funny in this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Uh, so we're on to my number three, which would be Blazing Saddles. Um, love it. My top three are, are just, I just love the move, all these movies to death, but this one just falls a little bit lower. And I think it's because it was, I saw the other two first. Um, and which I think Scott says he's going to get into. I have a hard time with ending. And we think we've talked about it before when we did the movie. I, I don't know. I don't like the way that movie ends, but lots of jokes quoted all the time. <laughs> it's a classic. Well, we don't quote it too much anymore. It's inappropriate, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you, I know. When, when you can quote it. And the, the lines that you can quote are pretty hilarious. I think Jeff, I think our, our, our lists are going to be like basically reversed here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Could be. Like I said, I've only seen a few movies, and the ones I saw earlier are the ones that I like more. But yeah, that's good. That means you're a good filmmaker. Everyone just likes your favorite, your, your early shit. All right, Scott. <laughs> number three. Uh, my number three, uh, Spaceballs. Okay. Uh, definitely grew up with this movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeff, you always talk about how uh, you, you'd watch like Commando every day during the summer. Like that was basically Spaceballs for me. Uh, go to friend's house. I thought you were going to say how I always talk about how I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. I have to slow down first. <laughs> so we, yeah, just bring up that story again real quick because it cracks me up. T- taking a long trip out to Vegas and <laughs> for some reason we need to, we need to slow down or somebody was making some comment about how fast somebody was driving. And hey, Jeff, stop right now. Jeff, Jeff and I in the backseat and Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff says, we can't stop. We have to slow down first. <laughs> and I was laughing about that for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> Not just the, the, the rest of the drive into Vegas, but the, the yeah. rest of the, the two or three days we were there. Oh, God. Bullshit. <laughs> I ordered you to stop. <laughs> we can't stop. <laughs> Fast forward past this part. In fact, never show this again. <laughs> Shit. Even in, the, even in the future, nothing works. Yeah. Funny. She doesn't look Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Valium. Yeah. All right. So Spaceballs is your number three. Yeah. Alex, too? Yeah. Scott and I are gonna are very uh, aligned <laughs> in our Mel Brooks list here. But yeah, Spaceballs. I love it. Uh, when I was a right. kid, my favorite part was the Schwartz because they're lightsabers that came out of your rings. <laughs> in front For- of your wieners. Yeah. Forget the ring. I found it in the Cracker Jack box. It's Bubkiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spaceballs the flamethrower. Kids love that one. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll meet again in Spaceballs 2. The search for more money. Yeah. Well, my number two is Spaceballs. Uh, as you guys know, I love Star Wars. And so there was a movie I found out that was making fun of it. But not only that, but all my favorite sci-fi movies like Planet of the Apes and Star Trek and aliens and whatever else ah oh, it's just golden we've talked about it so much yeah. i don't need to add more other um, than just that. or just to add it to the the whole hilarity and delivery the part where they land the winnebago on the, the space ball station <laughs> like the car comes out can't you read the sign <laughs> no parking <laughs> oh god it's, it's right up there with the move that miserable piece of shit yeah 
No parking. And my personal favorite line is, I'm a mog, half man, half dog, my own best friend. <laughs> uh, real quick before we move out of this topic, uh, have you guys seen the uh, the trailer for the Avengers video game? Uh, no. I saw the the thing they were showing at the Square press conference. Yeah. I guess there's a meme going around where they see the new <laughs> the uh, Avengers from the video games, and then it cuts to um, uh, Lord Helmet going, "You idiots! You've captured their stuff." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Just want to mention that. All right. Well, has anyone else here dressed up as a Mel Bro- character from a Mel Brooks movie? Just Jeff. Uh, no, just, I'm past you. Just Jeff. Did just me. Yeah, awesome. Right. You. Barf. <laughs> Maybe I'll be comicus. Bar, follow me, you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, number two. Number two. This was tough between my number one and number two. If we do this list next week, I might I might swap them around. But for now, uh, number two is Young Frankenstein. Um, this is easily his best movie as far as, like, a beginning, middle, and end. Um, you know, there, there's... I don't think... There's very little fourth wall breaking. It's all Igor. Um, Igor. <laughs> uh, yeah, some some of the performances in Young Frankenstein and some of the jokes. The uh, Again, Madeline Kahn again is, mm-hmm. is fucking hysterical. The <laughs> You boys are all the same. <laughs> Seven or eight quick wins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love, love at long last, I found you. Yeah, the, uh, the the putting on the Ritz sequence is is one of the greatest scenes of all time. Uh, if we were to make like a top ten scenes, just, yeah. just put on the Ritz, <laughs> and then he freaks out and runs away. And Gene Wilder just tries to keep the act going, and does the shitty tap dance <laughs> to keep the audience from getting riled up. Oh man, just just thinking about it, uh, it's cracking me up. Uh, so yeah, number two, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys I had a George Costanza get ahead <laughs> moment in the movie theater where <laughs> it was one of those commercials before the movies even start, and it was like some Frankenstein's monster looking thing, and they put a light bulb in his neck, and all of a sudden he starts oh, dancing yeah. or whatever. And I don't. So what happened the first time I saw, I just I. Didn't yell that loud, but I, I said it so people can hear it. The whole row behind me started dying, and I felt really good about it. <laughs> Somebody got the joke, yeah, yeah. 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 Goddamn kids. All right, uh, Alex, number two. Uh, also a young Frankenstein. All right. What's your number one, Jeff? My number one is History of the World Part One. Like I said, my first real introduction to him, even though I saw Spaceballs first, but this was the first book I got the humor. Like, it was, you know, you know what I mean. I love it. I still do. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe if you guys put Young Frankenstein in your list, we can do that one of these days, and you guys can change my mind, about it, since oh, I've yeah. only seen it the one Keep time. Forgetting. Put it on your list, Scott. I will put it on my list. <laughs> Mine's a bit bloated. Put it on the list! <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure overall we just talked about. The reasons why. So that's my number one. Putting, Scott. Hold on. Putting. Enhance. Putting it on Enhance. The uh, well, I'll say Scott's number one because it's probably the same as mine. Blazing Saddles. Yes. How did you Dracula, know? Dracula, Dead, and Loving. <laughs> yeah. That's not on the list. Um, 
So, what can I say about this movie? Um, you know, we've talked about it a lot. Uh, just pound for pound, probably the the funniest movie ever made. Um, so many good jokes, a lot of a lot of racially charged jokes that that <laughs> it's kind of mm-hmm. difficult to to talk about even in this kind of private it's the podcast. On point, just social commentary. Yeah, it's still it's still really relevant. Really puts it over the top. Um, but you know, you have. Again, some great performances. Cleavon Little as Black Bart. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, Gene Wilder's great here. Um, Harvey Corman. <laughs> where are all the white women at? Yeah. Uh, Slim Pickens. <laughs> what in the wide world of sports is going on here? Y'all are jumping around like a bunch of Kansas City faggots. Again, you know, another epithet that, that's, you know, charged up. But again, the delivery. It's about the delivery. <laughs> um... And then, and then, what might be the greatest line in the argument for the greatest line of all time, which is <laughs> "Mongo only Mongo, eh, Mongo only pawn in game of life," of life. Uh, by by the great Alex Cass. Um So so many oh, piss on you. I'm working for Mel Brooks. Yes, yeah, so, so many great jokes uh, <laughs> in this. Uh, the I like everybody's name Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Cram it out your ass, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> or Howard. Howard, Howard Johnson is right. right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the preacher. Oh, are we all just joking off? Just, <laughs> the, the, I couldn't possibly fit him in until next Tuesday, son. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, all right. We'll, we'll take them, but we don't want... We'll take, I can't say the words, but... Yeah, but you we can't. Did, <laughs> but, you just but we don't the movie, want folks. the Irish... Uh, no, 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 not the deal. Irish. No, no deal. Ah, oh, prairie shit. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. Um, go on and on about this movie. Uh, yeah, Blazing Saddles, number one. Mm-hmm. Same as Yeah, it's pretty good. I just don't like. So you guys love the Indian hot. It's so the you got to take it in like. You don't have to do anything, but <laughs> if you yeah. if if you take it in the context of the whole movie being a deconstruction of the western, yeah, then it literally becomes that at the end. Yeah, um, too smart for my blood. Also, the the <laughs> the, the San Francisco. What's the name of the, the dance that they do in the San Francisco? Uh, Is the Ethiopian shimsham or the doing something something? <laughs> you uh, the French something doing the, the French twist or something like that yeah <laughs> anyway Is yes that when they go hooting and hollering and we rape the shit out of them <laughs> yeah there's, there's rape jokes in this too <laughs> like yeah oh, so, uh, <laughs> so you let the women and children go <laughs> no <laughs> oh, someone, what about the someone's gotta yeah, go but back I and shoot with th- but I shoot with this, this hand, hand. Yeah. Someone's got. What will that asshole think of next? Someone's gonna have to go back and get a shitload of dimes. <laughs> yeah, go on and on. Mm-hmm. So All right. Well, that's your number uh, one. That's also, any honorable yeah. mentions? Uh, silent movie. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. I've never seen that. Uh, one. It's it's a really fun watch. Um, so it is just that it's a silent movie uh, where they have the the cards in between sequences. And it's Mel Brooks, uh, Marty Feldman, who's fucking hilarious, and uh, a, a svelte Dom DeLuise. Um, and they're, I think the premise is, is that he's trying to go around 
making this movie. And so it's basically a ton of celebrity cameos in this movie. Um, as Mel Brooks and the other two go around. And there's a, there's a fucking brilliant Marcel Marceau joke. Um, if anybody doesn't know who that is, <laughs> it's a famous mime. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, if anybody is interested in, ha- is interested in the, the over of Mel Brooks and you haven't seen Silent Movie, I recommend it. Alright. Well, uh, honorable mention is Mel Brooks guest starring in The Simpsons. Mel Brooks is Jewish? <laughs> hey, let's do that 2,000 pound man thing. You be Mel Brooks and I'll be car rider. Why don't you be police chief Wigan and I'll, was like, I'll be police chief Wigan and you'll be car rider. I hate car rider. <laughs> Pretty good. All right. Anything else? All right. Yep. Time for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex and I like sports. Sports ball. So I went to my first ever professional soccer game soccer. over the weekend. Soccer. Oh, yeah? Or All football, right. as they call it. Football. With with the Orange County uh, Soccer Club versus Portland. It was pretty fun. Orange County has uh, a soccer club? You mean LA? Yeah. No, it's here. at the. We saw it at the Great Park in Irvine. Was it? Was it? But I mean... That's not MOS, then. You're talking about the Galaxy. No, well, yeah. LA has two teams. Yeah, they're the LA Football Club and they have the Galaxy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the Orange County Football Club. Were they playing the Portland Timbers or just somebody else from Portland? Uh, all the signs said was Portland. All right. The Portland Craft Brews. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty fun. The stadium's really nice. The, uh, the concessions were like really good. They were like mid-tier buffet style. So is there, it was is, weird. Is there like a full stadium over there? Yes. There is like like with stadium stadium seating, and then there's bleachers on one of the goals, and then the other side of the goals is uh, just nothing. That's where the scoreboard is. Right. So so is it like enclosed? Like how many people can sit? Sorry, <laughs> so I don't know why I'm interested in this. No, it's not enclosed. It's open air. Uh, no, it's no, no. I meant I meant I meant like the World Cup, of course. When I said enclosed, I meant like it is it like a big standalone oh, like structure, or is it yeah. just like bleachers on both sides? No, no, it's a closed off st- structure and huh, everything. I had no idea there was anything like that over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I recommend. All right. All right. They play in something called National Premier Soccer League, and it's semi-pro. But yeah. they do play uh, friendlies against, I see they played the Galaxy a couple days ago. Probably so. won. The Galaxy won, <laughs> no. <laughs> but both. Yeah. But yeah, it's awesome. Cool. Who scored the most touchdowns? Uh, I don't know. We had to leave. Early. <laughs> did they bring out the magic spray? I'm sure they did, but the the refs was pretty good because we did see a couple of people trying to dive and the ref just completely ignored them. He saw them and then he just kept going. You give him the Dikembe Mutombo finger wag. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. It's time for NM news. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I think Alex brought it up last week, but I'm I'm a few episodes into Good Omens now, and, yeah. and I'm glad I picked it up again. I mean, I, I was planning to do so anyway, but I definitely liked uh, where it went in the the second and, and third episodes. Um, and yeah, it, it picked up the it, once it laid the groundwork for everything. I um, really started to pick up 
Uh, I really enjoy Michael Sheen and David Tennant here as, as the kind of weird friendship that they have. Um, yeah. Uh, there were some jokes that make me laugh out loud uh, one involving a bicycle, uh, <laughs> one, one involving plants. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah just a few episodes in this, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. Um, there, there was a a protest over this the show though, um, <laughs> which is probably the funniest thing about it. Yeah, so uh, there, there were some people that they were taking this, you know, it, 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 I guess it it does make light of religion and and what happens after you die and Satanism and all that. Um, and so there's some people upset about that and demanded that Netflix remove Good Omens from its lineup immediately. The only problem with that is is that Good Omens is on Amazon Prime. <laughs> it's a Prime exclusive. Yeah. So uh, I think I think according to talking about this with Alex, uh, Netflix pretty much ignored this other than the, the Netflix PR for Ireland, you said? Yeah, I think so. It was somewhere overseas, like Ireland and uh, Netherlands or something. Okay, like that. what was it that they said? Uh, they just tweeted back with, oh, we're sorry, we won't ever do this again. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, of all the shows, too, like, there's, I don't know if they've seen some of the anime that's on, like, Amazon Prime or Hulu, whatever. There's plenty of other shit that's, that's worthy. Oh, that's for children. Oh, yeah. They don't have to worry about that. Yeah, exactly. Uh... I don't think they've seen that show Lucifer either. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just good, wholesome fun. Yeah. Um, I actually watched quite a few episodes of Lucifer, and I kind of like it. Um, my, my only issue with it is I felt like it needed to be a cable show. Or, or a... I guess cable's the wrong way to determine it now. But it, it needed to be a off-network show. Mm. Um, but uh, anyway, back to Good Omens. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a few episodes in, and I, I'm digging it. I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so moving on to other nerdy endeavors. I get crap for watching Supergirl and The Flash, and you can watch Lucifer. Same channel, Scott. Same bull, <laughs> same bull crap. I've never given you shit for watching Fox specifically. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I got crap for watching in this Also, also okay. I, watched, I, I kind of binge-watched those, too. You, you do, like, <laughs> you set up appointments to watch Gotham, so I don't hear it. What the hell? Just it's saying, Batman. It's not Batman. So, but speaking of the Flash, that's one that you should bring that up, Jeff. This is exactly what I'm going to talk about here. Oh boy! Um, He's I, joining the MCU. Yes, <laughs> they're, they're incorporating Batman into the MCU. Uh, but first comes Flash. Um, so, there, there's still in the works a Ezra Miller starring Flash movie. Um, oh, he's the guy that. That played it in the Justice League movie and the Dom Justice for like two seconds. Um, so that's still in the works. Uh, no, you know, no news on where they're at with Superman. That's kind of in shelf right now. I don't think anybody wants a cyborg movie, at least not with the the way that shitty CGI looked. Um, not opposed to the idea. Uh, and then Batman's getting another redo, another redux here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird that they're they're going, you know, still full ahead on this. Uh, I I don't. Know, so you guys have seen Justice League, right? And I know Jeff has. Yep. You seen it, Alex? Nope. 
Well, you're not missing out on much. But okay. but if you compare, so so there's there's three characters to look at here. All one of them is technically the same character. If you look at um, Quicksilver or uh, was it Pietro Maximoff um, from either the Avengers or from the the X Men movies, they they both of them do the whole speed thing much better than they did in this, and that's. You know, that's Flash's shtick, so they need to rework that whole thing, because it just looks kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, they do have a little bit of fun with him kind of doing slow down time in the, uh, in the Justice League movie, but only like a couple of times. Um, and most of the time it just looks really goofy with him running around like that. Um, obviously the X-Men movies did the best. Uh, with, uh, what, what songs in the first movie? Like, If I Could Teach Time in a Bottle with Jim Croce. Um, and then the Eurythmic yeah, song. I'm a genie in a bottle, I yeah. think it was. <laughs> and then the Eurythmic song in was it the Apocalypse, even though it was a shitty movie. Uh, you know, those are kind of the highlights of the movie, and they, they did some fun stuff with that character. And then Avengers, they just kind of had it moving fast, but you never saw it from his perspective, unless I'm wrong about that. Um, yeah, not really. Which is smart, um, because, yeah, it starts to look ridiculous really quickly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, this is still going to be a thing um you know the dce or whatever the hell they're calling it um they're still trying to claw back together something uh i mean they still got wonder woman mm -hmm. coming up soon which i love the poster for by the way um and i'm sure they're gonna make another aquaman because they made a lot of money and mm -hmm. that was fun aquaman was fun so i'm not yeah I'm not, that was a decent movie i'm not opposed to it um so yeah dcu is still cranking along somehow uh, and then finally, uh, a, a movie that's near and dear to our hearts, uh, Red Sonja. <laughs> yes! Red Sonja, uh, is, is getting a, a remake and it's kind of been in the works for a while. Uh, originally it was supposed to be helmed by Brian Singer, but, but yeah, he got into some shit with the being an asshole. Um, <laughs> allegedly. Unintended? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice, Alex. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, good job. You completely threw me off there. Um, uh, so instead, it's, it's, they, they found a new helm, uh, and Jill Soloway, Soloway, um, who's the, the showrunner, creator, the director, I'm not entirely sure, but uh, the, the main force behind Transparent, which I've yet to watch any of. Um, I don't know if she has any like pedigree with action movies, but I don't really know that it's that important. Because yeah. if we've learned anything with the MCU, it's all about the characters. Yeah, the action sequences can be fun and stuff, but uh, yeah, if you don't get the character shit right, like the yeah, like in the like the arguably like the best scene out of any of the Avengers movies when they're just sitting around in Age of Ultron, just that like yeah, the, the at the after party, yeah, yeah like that's, that's like awesome. one of the, the most fun scenes in any movie. Uh, so... Boom! Is this what you were looking for? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, see, I knew it played. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, the Ren Sonia movie's on its way again. Uh, I don't... I'm, I'm very curious to see how this all turns out. Because, uh, you know, the, the days of chainmail bikini stuff is, is over. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, we'll have to see if, like, where they take this. Um... And we all know how good the first one was. So, 
We'll yeah. we'll have to see. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> seven out of seven. Uh so yeah, that's that's basically all I wanted to go over. Alex, anything you want to mention? Yeah, I just saw Kindergarten Cop again. Okay. Uh the movie's got some like some serious scary shit in there for being just a goofy Arnold comedy. It's good. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, most of the kids are annoying, but the main kid is okay, you know, is okay. Um, for for a movie about kindergartners and stuff, it doesn't get too bogged down and all that BS. But yeah, it's good. Oh, I also rewatched Dis- District Nine recently. That still holds up like strong. It's a great film. Fucking prom. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. I was liking Kindergarten Cop when he punches the the dad. And he has to go talk to the principal, Linda Hunt. <laughs> yeah, and he's walking away, and she does, like, the little punch. Which yeah. is hilarious, because she's, like, the tiniest woman in Hollywood. I'm pretty sure she was the one of the, at least one of the inspirations for Edna Mode from The Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Our mommy says our daddy's a real sex machine. <laughs> it's like, good. Put the cookie down. Oh, wait, that's Jingle. Jamie. Mm-hmm. Jamie, please. My dad is a gynecologist, so he looks at vaginas all day long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. All right, Jeff. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Jeff, anything you wanted to do? <laughs> uh, I caught up on season two of Cobra Kai. Okay. Recommend it. Um, like I said, if you want nostalgia and you love the Karate Kid movies, do yourself a favor and watch these it's on the YouTube. Uh, and like if you, ha- it's on YouTube Red, but I have YouTube TV, and it, you get it that you get it with that too. So I don't need you don't need YouTube Red if you have YouTube TV. So what you're saying is sign up to Red Tube. Sure. Don't 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 do that. Starring, that was that was that was a joke. Do not do not do that. Oh, red tube is that what you said? Yes. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. That's yeah. That's a little bit dirty. Uh, yeah. There's <laughs> uh, without spoiling it. Let's just say some different characters come back from the past. Mentions of stuff in the past. Uh, like I said, it's cheesy. It's it's def- and it's like they're they're trying to play the show for two different crowds because there's definitely the high school kid crowd in this right where they're just going for the new generation and you have that whole thing. But then there's the Johnny and Daniel stuff for us old fogies. And I think it works. And I really had fun watching it. Um, I will just say one negative thing real quick. They make Johnny seem like he's supposed to be out of touch and just kind of stuck in the 80s. But, I mean, there's scenes where he's never heard of the internet before and he's getting on it. Like, okay, he's not Encino. I mean, he's not a caveman. He wasn't frozen. (laughs) (laughs) He comes out. But it's still, he's still, everything's totally badass and hot babes and. It's just, uh, he's it's 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 really good. That's all I can say. Um, and that's it. We do. That's all, Paul McCartney. We we doing uh, any AFI stuff, Jeff? Yeah, I will do AFI. Um, is there anything else for the news? Uh, not for me. All right, let's get into oh, it. Alex and I signed up for Celebration next year, Star Wars. Oh yeah, I'm glad you qualified. What kind of celebration? Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never been. If you recognize our voices, say hi. Yeah. We'll think it's, we'll think it's kind of creepy. Thousands of listeners. Uh, all right. So uh, as I've been doing off and on over the past nine months, uh, we're going 
We're going over the AFI's top 100 quotes. And uh, I believe, it's been a long time, but I believe I left off at 31, which was, or say, well, 32 was round up the usual suspects. It was Casablanca. And 31 was, after all, tomorrow's another day. Gone with the wind. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Yes. So so what, right. what are the changes that we're, we're doing based on some listener feedback is... Uh, <laughs> We shall we shall endeavor to give the actual answer because it might be obvious to us, but at least one of our listeners <laughs> yeah. it was not obvious. We were just fucking around and giving, uh, like so, like for example, life is like a box of chocolates, and we were both like Castaway, big. Somebody might not know that that was actually Forrest Gump. So, yep. So feel free to give give up the fake answer, Alex, but we'll we'll try to then follow it up with the real one. <laughs> I'll follow it. I'll, that'll be my responsibility since <laughs> I have the question. So you guys do the jokes. I'll be the straight man here. All right. Uh, I don't know about that. Whoa. All right. Yeah, I was going to set myself up there. <laughs> Number 30. I want to be alone. E.T. Solo. No. no. <laughs> this is old. 1932. Uh, the Wolfman. I can't even click on it. I've never even heard of this movie. Uh, your starring, time hours starring Greta Garbo, John Barrymore, and Joan Crawford. All right, Grand Hotel. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mm. All right, now from when you guys will get, you can't handle the truth. Oh, An- anger management. Yeah. <laughs> A few good men, nineteen ninety two. He's no truth handler, you. I do right. Your truth handling ability. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Show me the money. (laughs) Yeah, that's the whole line. All right. 28, and this is one of those ones that's often misquoted, but the real quote is, play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. Casablanca. Mm -hmm. Casablanca. Casablanca. Casablanca, 1942. 27. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Um, uh, is that Midnight Cowboy? Yeah. Correct. 1969. Also done by my dad when we were in Times Square. <laughs> hey, I almost got arrested. You your, 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 dad, your, my... your dad was a gigolo? <laughs> no, his dad was not a gigolo. But I made that joke that if you're stuck in traffic, you just hit, their, you hit yeah, him yeah. and say, I'm walking here. And he did it. All of a sudden, my dad's like, just keep walking. Tell me guy contact. And the guy was like sticking his head out the car. Hey, yeah, hey, Red! Yelling at my dad. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. Um, all right, number 26. Why don't you come up sometime and see me? I don't know this movie, so I couldn't put it into a context. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, like your read, though. Up... <laughs> I know. Yeah. Why don't you come sometime and in... see me? Why don't you come up sometime and see me? Uh, this is a Tobias. Next. Blazing Saddles. Why don't right, you nine, listen to your bullets? Um, it's 1933. May West. May West. Cary Grant. Owen Moore. Ah, Robin Hood. I feel like I should know this, but yeah, I don't. All right. She done him wrong. Oh, yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She done him wrong, all right. All right. And uh, you guys weren't far off a minute ago. Uh, number 25, show me the money. <laughs> Mission Impossible. You good men. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Oh, 
1996. Ah, number 24. I am big. It's the pictures that got small. Oh. Ooh, I knew this yeah, last Last action hero. No. No. Uh, <laughs> actors? Honey, I shrank the kids. Yeah. Um... William Holden, Gloria Swanson, Eric Von Stroheim. Samson. Okay, uh, Sunset Boulevard. Correct. Sunset Boulevard, 1950. Okay. Yeah, I knew, I knew 23. There's no place like home. Mm. <laughs> Die Hard. <Twister. laughs> The Wizard of Oz, oh. 1939. <laughs> I was trying to come up with like a smart ass one for that, and like I couldn't. At least Alex, Alex, Alex was more on point with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Alex. <laughs> All right, number 22. I guess this can be multiple movies, but we have to look for the specific one here Bond, James Bond. Uh, Dr. No. That Probably. is correct. Dr. Yeah, the first one. That is the first one? Yeah. All right. Uh, number 21, a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Meet Joe Black. Yeah, there it is. I added that part. Yeah. Oh, now I know. Meet... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, until you get on. Yeah. It's Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Silence of the Lambs, 1991. And that's it. We have 20 left. It feels like we've Woo. gone through like at least 80 of these. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. So let's end this podcast on a high note. <laughs> we at Hans Shop First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.